Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. It's time for the B-A-Q-A. Hey, the B-A-Q-A. What you say? The B-A-Q-A with Mandy. The B-A-Q-A with Tiffany. The B-A-Q-A. Hey. We're back in black in the studio. In the stew. Um, back in the stew. Welcome so we back, have, y'all. if you have questions, we have some answers. But as a gentle reminder, we're not your mama. Mm-mm. No. We're not your lawyer, your doctor, your, you know, we are your favorite, cute, black girl internet cousins who know a thing or two about money and career and business and things, but you don't pay us. So that means we are not legally <laughs> bound to answer your questions or, and also too, we just want you to say, take what we say with a grain of salt and, you know, and, um, and then lean into the people that you do pay, you know, you could run it past them. So that being said, if you have questions, just send them on in. Questions about business, about career, about money, about life, you know. Um, you can send them on about in. About vaginas, Remember? apparently. We talk about that now. <laughs> you can send us to podcast.com. Click Ask Us Anything. We're the BA Podcast um, on Twitter, Twitter. right? And then yes. Brown Ambition Podcast on IG. So you can send us um, messages and, you know, and we might answer your question. We're going to do money questions today. You want me to read the yes. first one, Mandra, or you want to read it? Yeah, let's go for it. Jump on in there. It's been so long, and you guys have so many questions. So yes, I'm I think we need lie. to start chipping away at these. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we have a question from Nyan. She says, hi, Tiffany and Mandy. I'm a huge fan of your podcast and have learned quite a lot from you both. I'm considering getting a new airline credit card for the benefit of the flight promotional credit and free check bag, which would otherwise require a $30 fee. This would completely cover the airfare for an upcoming trip. Um, I already have a few cards, though, and I'm working on paying off the balances would it be a wise idea to get the new airline credit card for only the promotion after the credit i wouldn't use it further unless i should make a one-time unless i should make a one-time small monthly payment on it to build credit or completely cancel it thanks nyan i like that name nyan that's pretty Ooh, this is good because I mean I actually was just on a plane. Obviously, we both were, but I flew JetBlue to Costa Rica, and on the way back, I mean that fifty percent discount on the twelve dollar miniature kale salad that I have would have been nice with the JetBlue card. And then they wait until like the last ten minutes of the flight, then they come through, they do the big announcement over the speaker, and I'm like, I'm trying to finish my movie, but like, fine, we'll listen to your credit card pitch. And they come down the aisle with the brochures, like sixty five thousand miles, you know, one time offer on this flight, you know, so. It's super tempting, but I think what concerns me or just like raises my um, my my alert, Mandy alert from her question is the fact that she already has cards she's trying to pay the balances off on um, and that she says, I'll stop using it 
but I kind of feel like that may not be the case. It's really easy to say that now, but you keep that card and then another trip is going to pop up. And it's like, well, I'll just put it on this card. I get the points. And then before you know it, you have another card with a a balance that you're carrying. Um, And unless it's a 0% intro APR, then you're going to end up paying interest on it. And it's just going to be like, you have to think about the money you'd be spending on interest at that point. Plus, those cards with the best benefits sometimes have like high annual fees. You know, I think our Chase Good Time card that we both have, the Chase Reserve, it was the annual fee now, like 500, 400, something like that. It ain't cheap. You know, so that's something to, uh, that's just something that that jumped out at me. What do you say, Tiff? I say I'm not a big fan on of cards for specific companies, like card just for Express, card just for Gap, you know, um, because, you know, the benefits are limited typically to ju- just that one organization. I remember you, Mandy, you were telling me how... Um, I was renovating and you were like, are you gonna get a Home Depot card? And I considered it because I was buying a, stuff, a ton of stuff from Home Depot, but I ended up using my Chase Good Time card. Like it's really called the Chase Venture, but me and Mandy just be teasing. No, it's not. Um, it's called the Chase Reserve. <laughs> oh, look at that. <laughs> you see, that's why I call it the, that's why Mandy calls yeah. it the Chase Good Time because not, she doesn't know it because she knows I don't know it. <laughs> I'm like, Chase, run and get him, you know, fly with me card. Um, so what I like about it, is that, and I use that instead of the Home Depot, is that um, I wanted the benefits to last beyond just shopping at Home Depot because I knew it was just a few months of me like like using Home Depot to renovate. And so with those purchases, I was able to get cash back. I was able to earn points for a flight. I was able, like, I typically like if I'm going to get a credit card, which it sounds like you don't need right now because you have cards you're paying off. But let's just say that you didn't have credit cards that you were paying off or you have cards and they're already paid off and you were looking for a new card to help with your travel, I would look for an overall general card where the benefits are more wider reaching, not for one specific airline, but like a card that you can get cash back, you can earn points, you can earn points to like hotels, you know, that's what I that's what I would suggest. Um, but I right now, honestly, I would slow down. As you're paying down, I would slow down on um, on getting a car just because you don't want to start to like, you know, it, the best piece of advice when you're in a ditch is to put the shovel down. And so that credit card is a shovel and I want you to keep digging. Nyan. So hopefully. Yeah. Another helpful. thing to think about is like those cards often require you to spend money to get that benefit. It's like if you spend $3,000 in the first 90 days, so like, can you afford that much? Because that's more than what a $300 flight credit, you know, would be. So eh, I would say, nah, pass. So you can, you know, pay for the flight the one time and, you know, think about what Tiff said about getting like a more general travel card, especially if you're not traveling back and forth. Under control. Yeah. But thank you so much for your question, Miss Nyan with the pretty name. Uh, let's take a quick breaky break and be right back for a real. This one I'm like rolling my shoulders back for because yeah, I feel no. like Tiff and I we're gonna it's go. <laughs> and I'll give y'all a hint. The question is from my is is the question uh, is written by my dear sister. Okay, so we're getting into the family drama, y'all. Be right back. Hey, hey, BA fam, it's Mandy, and we have some exciting news for y'all. We have been nominated for our third Webby Award. That's right. For 2023, we are now in the running for the People's Choice Award for Best 
business podcast individual episode and we need your help to win. Voting is quick and easy. Just hit the link in the description of this episode or head to our website at brownambitionpodcast.com. Winning this award would mean the world to us, y'all. We won two last year and it was such an incredible opportunity, such an incredible acknowledgement of how powerful the Brown Ambition fam has been. And it would help us reach even more people and continue to provide the valuable insights and advice that y'all love about personal finance and career development. So what y'all waiting for? Let's show the world what the Brown Ambition community is made of. Head over to brownambitionpodcast.com, click the banner to vote, and thank you so much for your support. Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, BA fam, our fellow entrepreneurs and creatives, this message is sponsored by Squarespace. It is the ultimate toolkit for crafting your online presence. With Squarespace, it's really about more than just building a website. It's about shaping your online identity and making your mark. So say goodbye to checkout headaches with Squarespace's flexible payment options. From credit cards to Apple Pay, they've got you covered. And if you live in an eligible country, they offer buy now, pay later options with afterpay and clear pay, which means that your customers have even more ways to purchase your products. So head over to squarespace.com and kickstart your journey with a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, don't forget to use our link squarespace.com slash brown ambition to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Just visit squarespace.com slash brown ambition to get your discount today. Remember, your online success story begins with Squarespace. So what are you waiting for? Let's build something extraordinary together. Hey, 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 BA fam. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. That's incredible. This is according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 150 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Okay, it's smart. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition. Just go to Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition. Terms and conditions apply. You need to hire. You need Indeed. 
Do you ever have subscriptions that you forget about? I did. Mm-hmm. Do you have a hard time canceling those subscriptions because they seem tricky or time consuming? Raise your hand. I know it's you. Okay. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Yes. I can see all my subscriptions in one place. And if I see something I don't want, I cancel it with a tap. I've never had to get on the phone with customer service in order to do so. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Okay. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash brownambition. That's rocketmoney.com slash brownambition. Rocketmoney.com slash brownambition. All right, BA fan, we are back with a juicy, juicy question that immediately I was like, let's do this. I know we have <laughs> lots to say on this matter. Um, and both of us have sisters and families. And yeah, it can get it can get a little challenging when there is income disparities within the family. So let's get into it. This comes from someone who would like to be called my dear sister. And she says, I have a sister who I adore. She and her husband have two young children. They recently made a big transition and moved halfway across the country to be closer to us, her family. She has always struggled with her finances, holding on to what she has since she is a major spender, but not a budgeter. They could be considered wealthy, but they live extremely paycheck to paycheck due to some lavish choices they continue to make over and over. Something major happens and they can't pay their bills or afford the expense. So she comes to my mom and dad who are retired to ask for help. But recently she's become asking, she's begun asking me for help. I'm 10 years younger than her, live alone and have a high paying job. And I'm putting in the work to end the cycle of debt for my family in my own life. I have a financial advisor who I work closely with to budget and set myself up for the future. I have tried to talk to my sister about getting help and working with someone, but she's not open to it at all. She feels like she just needs to earn more. What should I do? I want to help her because she's family, but I also don't want to enable her because she refuses to get help. I just don't know what to do. Oh, dear sister. What was that song you listened before? <laughs> let it go. Oh, let yes. It let go. it go. Which is like, because uh, when I was thinking about trying to educate people who are not ready to be educated, it's like a losing battle at that point. You know, it's one thing if they come to you and ask, but when you and I have been that person, when you think that you know better and you want to coach them and you can see how clear it is if they just listen to me and it's family, there's just something ingrained in our DNA to just not absorb anything that our siblings say to us like you know and it may i don't think that you need to be the hero in that situation and it's going to cause you more stress to try to fix it you know and i i don't know i found myself in that position especially what we do tiff like when we talked about that before y'all listen to us y'all think we're real smart you send us your questions i don't get any from my family <laughs> not even my husband you know and i just kind of like oh they'll find out on their own in their own way um but it's different, right, when it comes to your pockets and they don't want your advice, they want money. Um, so what do you say to that, Tiff? I think both of us have had situations where you have been I have. Honestly, approached even with by my, family. my own sister, <coughs> baby Lisa, um, where I have to set a boundary. 
And I literally set one recently, like maybe like, you know, less than six months ago. She called and I said, if this is to ask for money, just I want this to be so important to you because this is last and final, like for life. And she was thought about it and she was like, so how's your day? I said, exactly. Because <laughs> she wants that one good. I said, so I want you to ask yourself, is this my get out of jail, jail, jail free card? Like, you know, and she was like, I wasn't even calling for that. I said, okay, I'm just letting you know that like, you know, because so here's my rule. So this is literally what I tell all my sisters and my friends who I'm close enough that I would lend money to. Even though I'm not a money lender. Typically, I'll just give you. Like, if you're really needing it. Like, so my rule is, and this is what I told my baby sister, Lisa, is I told her, I said, the rule is you're not allowed to be homeless. You're not allowed to be hungry. Meaning, don't ever get to such a dire state that it would put you in physical peril, you know? So, like, if that's the case, obviously come to me. Because, one, at the very least, you could always eat here and you could stay with me. You know, so don't think like, oh, I got to be on my own and struggle, struggle through it all. You know, within reason, yes, I want you to look at yourself as your first line of defense, but don't go hungry or homeless. That's, you know, we're not doing that here. But I cannot be your first, second, and third line of defense, you know? And so it's okay for people to have bad credit for a little while. They'll live. It's okay for bills to be late. They'll live because that's the only way you're going to learn. Like you have to get sometimes back pushed up against the wall to then lean into yourself and be resourceful. I mean, I know your sister's older. My sister's the youngest out of five. And if I'm being honest, we coddled her. We babied her. I am uh, nine years older than her. So, you know, there's such a huge difference. So she's like, oh, the baby. Meanwhile, Lisa's a whole like 33. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cute when she's 10 I know 20. right <laughs> and so so she didn't get here by herself you know there's these bad habits that we have you know encouraged and cultivated but then finally I had to be like no and she is figuring it out but I wanted her to know that you have a safety net like I want you to figure it out but I do not want you to be in peril you know and so the key is really like it's not easy to set boundaries but if you set them they learn to navigate with you differently you know, like they do. People will learn to navigate with you differently if you're like, hey, like I had a friend ask me to borrow money for the first time and she'd never asked me before. And old Tiffany would have just like been like, oh gosh, you know, I'm gonna let part, but I'm just scared that this is a new precedent. What do I do? New Tiffany, therapied up Tiffany was like, hey girl, no problem lending you this money. But although I know you've never borrowed before, I don't want to set a precedent that I'm the go-to for you to borrow from. And she said, well, I've never asked. I don't know. I know you've not asked me that it's not about, I'm not saying that this is something you're going to do. I just want to make it clear that it makes me, it would make me uncomfortable that I don't mind doing this. You know, I expect that you're going to pay me back, like you said, but also too, I expect that this is not going to become, we've been friends for a very, very, very long time. And I don't want this to become the norm. Like we've broken the seal. I could tell that she was slightly offended and I understood you know, why she would be. But I also know that I needed to set the boundary because I don't know where this is going. We talked about it like a couple times after and we both come to like an easy like piece about it. Like, you know, because I don't want that to be like, well, girl, Tiffany got it, you know, like. And so I, I'm glad I set the boundary and I'm glad we talked about it and we're still like super good friends, you know. And she understood where I was coming from and I understood where she was coming from because it wasn't like she had had any habit of this with me. But I've seen the habit with other people. That's why I said what I said. Um, so, like, I just think it's going to be, it's going to be, um, dear sister, you have to just, 
You're going to have to set a clear boundary, live up to that boundary. You might have to say it a couple of times. Your sister will learn that you are not the one, the two, or the three, and she'll move on to someplace else. It sounds like maybe your parents have said no, and that's why she's coming to you. Um, and then you can you could also create that safety net and say, you know, don't be hungry, don't be homeless. You know, you guys can always eat here or whatever. You guys can always stay with me or whatever that is. You know, like set that kind of like that lowest basis point, but then let her figure it out or she will never figure it out. Especially... It's one it's one thing if you had a sister who was like, you know, like didn't make good money. You know what I mean? Like to hear that, like you make plenty and you're just making bad choices. Oh, no, 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 no. You know, it's one thing if you were like in an abusive relationship, your best friend was in an abusive relationship and fled her husband. Now, that's different. And you're like, girl, I, you know, I got you. Bring the kids here. We're going to figure it out. But just I'm going to help you out because you're you're mismanaging your money. No. Set that boundary, create the baseline of don't be hungry or homeless, and let it go. She's grown. Let it go. <laughs> it might be a little awkward in the meantime. Like, Tiff, you went through that awkward thing with your friend just like, you know, in the beginning, but people are always going to act some type of way when you say no and you set that boundary. And I think the part that we use boundaries like a throwaway word now, but it's going to come at the cost of that moment, that that space of discomfort for you and for the person who's asking you for something and wants to breach your boundary. And for them to for them to hear no, like my, you know, really good friend of mine recently um, found a toxic friend, had a toxic friend who I knew they were toxic because I can smell y'all miles away. <laughs> and I just don't even. And I told her that's, that's bad news. And I, I backed it up. I was like, she's going to learn a year later. She's like, I think it's time to cut this person out. And I'm like, mm-hmm. And as soon as she did, the text start coming in, the calls, the name calling, you know, that immediate reaction to you setting that boundary. And, and as a person who I've had to deal with my own family, like a, a sibling of mine, um, who I had to really set a hard boundary. And for me, that boundary was like, no further communication, you know, until I can trust you again. It's it's you there's 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 a cost there. It's the, it's painful. It makes holidays a little awkward. But I think you have to put yourself first and remind yourself what your goals are. And it's okay if someone else is is frustrated, put out uh, inconvenienced, you know, if they have to struggle a little bit because of a choice you made for your own self. Welcome to just being a human, you know, at certain points we have to make those tough calls. And it's like Tiff said, you know, maybe it's if you said if you if it's money that becomes a band-aid and it does sound like maybe your parents have started saying no or they're not able to give what she needs so she's even gotten more plus she has a spouse too i'm like is a spouse and does he know or does she know or they know about this like there's deeper things going on but how else might you be able to help like it, it's not advice because i don't think she wants that from you maybe it's if you want me to babysit for free while you get a second job or Uber so that you can, you know, or go on some interviews, like how can you support her in other ways to show that you still love her? But it's really dangerous to set that precedent of, okay, I'm going to say yes this time. And certainly if you actually need them to pay you back, I really wouldn't lend that money because I just feel like friends and family, there's just, you're not going to be at the top of the list when it comes to paying the bills back. You know, so with me, if I was ever giving money to, I made an early rule and when I was younger um, that if I was going to lend anyone money, I wasn't going to be lending it. I was going to give it and I was going to tell them so like this is a this is a gift. I don't want it back, you know, and, and if you're not comfortable doing that, I would say the answer has got to be no. And you can literally tell her exactly what you told us. You know, I've worked really hard to get where I am and I want I don't have a partner. I don't have a second source of income. 
I need to be doubly sure that I can support myself if something were to happen. Um, and I, I know that you love me and you'll probably understand this. So this is why I have to say I can't help you in this way, but maybe there's other ways I can help. Um, and I stole that little mini script from my therapist because she gave me that language when, when a family relative came to me last year for like a lot of money. And she was like, you can tell her, I'm, I love you, I want to help you, but I can't help you in this specific way. You know, is there something else that we can, you know, talk about? And it's up to them to decide what they want to do with that. And don't expect, sometimes I think that we are like trying to figure out how to do the hard work and for it to feel good and easy. Like, well, it's mm -hmm. not feeling good. So maybe we're doing something wrong. And it's like, no, actually, it's, it's like I got my eyebrows waxed today. It's supposed to sting a little. That's what. That's how it goes. Well, they do look and, good. I don't know. <laughs> but do. I'm just saying that. Like, so that's the thing. It's that I want us. It's just in general, especially if you talk about money and and career changes and all things we talk about here. I want to normalize that there are moments of discomfort that ought to be uncomfortable. Like it's mm -hmm. not because you did anything wrong. That's just what it looks like. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so like when you realize like, oh, I'm going to have this conversation with my sister and it's going to be awkward and it's going to feel uncomfortable and I'm going to feel bad about it. That's part of it. And that's OK. You know, so, you know, don't think like you feeling bad means something is wrong. No, you feeling bad is that you're a human being, period. Mm -hmm. Right. And so just like keep that in mind that like there is no easy way to tell someone you super love. I can't give you money. They're just not, you know. And so you're just going to. Say it to the best of your ability. You might have to tell her a couple of times and eventually she'll get it. Yeah. Amen to that. It's, yeah, it's not, it's not supposed to feel good, especially not waxing. I went and got waxed before my vacation and I was Oof. like, why? I've never, you know, I've never gotten waxed. I've never gotten waxed down there. You know, you're not missing out, but I will say <laughs> the results are everything. That's what people I say. I felt, scared. maybe that's why I felt so hot in my I'm bikini scared. on vacation. <laughs> I don't know if I'm, because the eyebrow is already like, girl, woo, I got to get myself together. Mm. So I can't imagine. Listen, I feel when they like. Get in there. Girl, I feel like I'm liable to pass gas. <laughs> I was afraid I was going to go into preterm labor. I was like, should I have Googled this? Maybe this is going to be triggering. I and feel like <laughs> that lady's going to get a face full of fart because I'll just be so like, oh, my God. They've seen it all. I'm you just have to like imagine, you know, I got a girl for you. Her name's Chantel. You come up to, you know, come up to Worcester. I'll hook you up. I'm European scared. Wax Center. I'm scared, scared, scared. I don't know. I feel like maybe once in my life I'm going to do it. But I'm so terrified of like the pain child. So. Oh, you know, we gonna we gotta work our way up, work our way up. Remember, I just when we first started doing brown ambition, I was still wearing pack panties. Remember? I mean, now we've elevated. Yes. Thank you for reminding me where you came from. <laughs> I remember. Baby. We slowly but surely. So we gotta work our way up, work our way up. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, um, dear sister. We went from like girl tell your sister to us do a sister girl talk. But let us know how it goes and. You know, we hope for the best. Yes, I genuinely want an update on this yes, one. Please, dear dear sister, please send us an update. Yeah, so when you send um, us an update, just say, it's me, dear sister, so we know it's you. I hope that we got to you in time. Yes. Okay. So, I know. All right, BA fam. Well, again, you can hit us up anytime you want to with your questions. You can go to our IG. We are at Brand Ambition Podcast on Insta. You can also email us, brandambitionpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to be an in-person guest on the show, send us a voice message on IG, and you may hear from our producer to invite you to the stew. That's what Tiffany told me to call it. <laughs> stew. All right, y'all. Until next week. <laughs> Bye. See you next week.
Hey, BA fam, we could not do this show without your support or the support of our team behind the scenes. The Brown Ambition podcast is produced by Imani Crosby and Dennis Stemplinski is our in-house tech guru. I am your co-host, Mandy Woodruff Santos, and we will see y'all next week, BA fam. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.